Hey everyone, it's Alessandra and we're back with another episode on our Elevate Your Booking show. I'm here today with Jeff from Loma Homes. How are you doing today, Jeff? I'm doing great, Alessandra. How are you? I'm doing very well. We're super excited to have you on today and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your background in the vacation rental industry, whatever info you want to give us. Yeah, absolutely. So I, let's see, I've been doing this full time for about a year and a half, which has been really fun and exciting. Best jump I ever made. Before doing short-term rentals, I was actually working for a tech startup and I started doing short-term rentals on the side. I purchased my first property out in Joshua Tree, California, because I had heard this this short-term rental thing could create great cash flow and and help be my full-time gig one day. So we did that and it worked out, ended up shifting gears away from California a little bit, did some analysis. And my background is heavy heavy in data. So we did a lot of research and found some profitable areas in Florida. About a year and a half ago, we, I should say two years ago, we bought a property in in the Orlando area. We called 12 Parsecs, which has a galaxy theme. And then COVID hit and that was fun. A whole bunch of cancellations and things, but through it all, we actually ended up making a profit on that first year of our first theme property. And that's when we knew we were on something exciting. If you can make a profit in the middle of COVID, we thought then, then this is good. Fast forward, we now have 13 properties and looking to, to scale our business and taking on investors to do that. And here we are. So we now have our fourth property, our fourth themed property is going live soon and just expanding our portfolio. Yeah, honestly, when I saw your properties, I'm like, oh my God, these are amazing. <laughs> they really are. They're beautiful properties. The themed properties are awesome. What made you come up with a theme? So I know you said you had a property in Joshua Tree, right? That's how you started off. So what made you move into the themed properties? That is a great question. It really all came from, again, being very data driven. We knew that the short-term rental market was going to go crazy in the sense that there's just so much profit being made on short-term rentals. Anywhere there's profit, there's going to be new entrants to that market. And if we were going to be successful long-term, we had to be different. We really had to be something that people would be willing to pay a premium for. And when we got into Joshua Tree, we did some research and found the why people were going into Joshua Tree. And the reason that people were going there, it was a lot of millennial travelers from LA. It's Joshua Tree is like three hours from, two or three hours from LA. And they were going out there to escape the city. And it was just this like hippie wonderland. And so we bought a dome, we put three trailers on it and muraled them out and made this bohemian wonderland for people that they had yoga retreats on. And it was just perfect. And so that went well enough that we thought, but this experience thing is really, we're onto something here. And so we did more research and we found this profitable pocket in Orlando. And as we did more research on that, we found that the top properties in Orlando had a theme to them, or they at least had themed rooms. And we also noticed that there was just enormous competition in Orlando, just thousands and thousands of properties, and they all looked the same. And we thought, okay, if we want to be competitive here, we're going to have to niche down and do something really unique. And so when we looked into it, like, okay, people are coming to Orlando. Why? Obviously for the theme parks. And they're coming with big families, so we need a bigger property. And they're coming to experience these theme properties, or the, the I'm sorry, the theme parks. And so we thought, what if we could create a property that was an extension of the theme park? 
What if we could give them the experience that doesn't have to end when they go home for the night? And so we did that. And we picked a galaxy theme, a wizard theme, and a, a dinosaur theme. We're currently working on a castle theme that's going to go live here next month. And they've all been extremely successful. So I hope that's not too long-winded. No, that's great. I love when people explain their stories and how they come up with things. I did do some research on my end. And obviously, if you're doing these themed vacation rentals, it's really to differentiate yourself. What you did was obviously awesome because you did the research. You obviously, you said you're a data guy. You looked into everything and you really figured out how to make yourself different, how to make your business different. I did look into this a little bit and I did, I found like this article from Logify. So I want to see if you agree with some of these things on themed vacation rentals. So basically they're saying the do's and don'ts. So it says as the do's, it's know your target market. So Mm. you agree with that one, right? 100%. The next one is plan out your ideas in advance. So basically make a mood board, choose colors and shades they're saying. And I know from us working with you, I get to see some of the things you do on your end. So I think it's pretty cool. So you would obviously agree with this one, right, too? Yeah. The danger you have with theming is looking tacky. Mm -hmm. And if you don't present a well-orchestrated experience, it will be tacky. So yes, plan ahead, build vision boards, know exactly what's going into it before you go in and and have a vision of what you're building so that when your themed contractors or whoever else is building it, you're not like, I hope that works. You really need to know what you want in mind so that you can make adjustments as you can. The biggest risk you have with themed properties, in my opinion, is looking tacky. You really don't want to put a half-baked idea out there uh, because it will look cheap. And people will not have the immersive experience they're looking for when they show up and it looks like a cheap carnival. So you really need to have your whole idea planned out all the way into the details so that when you put the finished product together, the pieces fit. You don't want a puzzle that doesn't have pieces that don't come together. Definitely plan ahead for that. I guess that's the way to go, right? Especially in the themed one is planning ahead. The other do that they said was consider homemade options like customized furniture that can help elevate theme the theme or use diy projects what do you think about that Uh, that's risky it depends on how good you are at those things but again if you try to do it on the cheap you run the risk of looking tacky and and cheap and if you're going to go themed people when they look at your pictures they're going to have a vision in their mind of what this is going to be like and you want to do your best to live up to that vision because they show up and it's just a bunch of cheap trinkets it's they're going to be very disappointed. Just make sure that you're, if you're going to do it yourself, that you're a professional in doing that and that it's going to look professional. And then the last one they said was use your imagination, which I think is a key and it's important, right? For sure. I would add to that, that, and and not everyone has a bunch of followers, but Mm -hmm. on Facebook, on social media, I would go on and ask people, you know, what they like and what they want. And you don't have to be the source of all the ideas. A lot of our followers give us the ideas for themes and for specific things that we put in the properties. Sometimes we'll even be like, hey, which color of uh, cabinet do you like better? And we'll just throw that up there on social media. People vote and, we, and we'll, you know, usually pick that one. Yeah. You don't have to be the source of all good ideas. Yeah. And then the don'ts are funny. This one is venture, don't venture into the unknown. So basically avoid themes that are obscure. So basically they're saying choose a theme that's well known or mm. liked by the public, the general public. Yes. Um, 
the other one was don't go overboard with a theme. So limit your themes <laughs> to certain rooms. What about that one, Jeff? <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't disagree more, obviously. It depends on what they mean by don't go overboard. But really, I can't. I don't think you can go too much into it if you're going to do it right. So think about if you're going to create a, an immersive galaxy theme, like one of our rooms has fog machines, LED lights, sound effects, like our whole house is built with that. So I would imagine that probably qualifies as the overboard category, but it works and it does really well. So I, I would argue that if you don't go all in, that's when you run the risk of being half-baked mm-hmm. and you, you can't charge the same premium. So there's a ton of homes in Orlando that are afraid to not appeal to everyone. And so they take each room and they theme it to a different Disney character and they try to pull in every movie and board game and Candyland that they can imagine so that it appeals to everybody. But what they're doing really, in essence, is not providing anything to anyone. If you're not niching down, you're not being the best at anything. And I think that's the the risk that people run into. The next one is let safety slip. I think this one's kind of, they were more talking about if you DIY, make sure your furniture is safe and childproof. Mm. You, you said with the DIY, it's a little risky anyway. And then the last don't was don't overlook what your guests really want. They're saying basically don't clutter your space with too many like knickknacks and pictures and posters. Yeah, it certainly has to be functional. There's definitely a delicate balance between form and function and you want it to be beautiful but it has to be functional. Like some of our themed property, I guess all of our themed properties that these have eight bedrooms and things, you don't want to put like a card table for your dinner table. They're bringing big groups. And so we usually take two big dinner tables and put them next to each other and put seating all around so that, and that's one thing that people love is that it's, it has a full kitchen and it's just very, it's very functional, very well supplied. We've done, Conrad and I have done some research too. And that's one of the biggest things that has been coming up is people want that fully functional kitchen. Mm-hmm. They want that space. They want the big tables, especially those people that if they're traveling on holiday, if yeah. they want to make that Thanksgiving dinner, your kitchen has to be equipped for them to be able to use it. So yep. That's one of the important things right now that guests are looking for specifically. And then let's move into marketing, right? Marketing the themed vacation rentals. So what do you what do you think are the most important things when you're marketing your themed vacation rentals? Is it the pictures? Is it the video? Is it a, is it the story you're telling through your property description? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that I think it's pictures followed by video. And those pictures and those videos, our rule of thumb is that if I wouldn't, if I saw a picture of this, of our property, if I wouldn't share this with a friend and say, holy cow, look at this, then it's not, it doesn't fit our brand. And that has been the key to our marketing success. When we first, our first property was 12 Parsecs. It's a galaxy themed property near Orlando. We wanted people to see the pictures and just jaws drop. And so each room is themed like a different planet from space and has these crazy beds that are custom carved and it has these fog machines coming out from underneath the beds and it has lighting effects and everything. When you go to that extreme, you do something that nobody has done before that's something that people are willing to share. It's not, wow, look how pretty that countertop is, right? No one's going to share that on social media unless it's really crazy 
like unique, but no one's going to be like, wow, look how well they clean that. But it has to be something more extreme, something just out there. And that's what we focus on because it markets itself. And I've seen, we've posted some of your photos of your properties on our social media and people are like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like <laughs> they are really, they, I've never seen anything like it, to be honest. And once I'm going to put your link in the show notes of the website, so people can, whoever's listening to this, if they're interested, they can go take a look. Of course, if they want to stay and rent out one of your properties they'll have the link in here but they are just they're wild they the all these specifics and especially in those rooms the one with the dinosaur one which what is the name of that one with the, yeah raptor retreat that one gets me with the bed where it looks like their mouths are off the wall <laughs> <laughs> that one is a really good one yeah so basically when we're talking about the properties marketing themselves so are you basically basically you're saying the photos are just that's really how they're marketing themselves properties. yeah yeah so let me tell you with 12 parsecs we listed that and we put it on our social media or on our facebook page and we just started to let people know like there's a couple of contacts that i had out in the industry and i was like hey check this out and they shared it and it creates this, it's what virality is, so people share it. And it when it went on Airbnb, Airbnb picked it up and the PR got an email from their PR person saying, hey, can do we have permission to use your picture in our, in our marketing tools? And we're like, uh, sure. And then we started getting emails left and right from, cause it started to go viral on social media. Mm -hmm. We gave it to a couple of people who were influencers and they just posted it on their social media cause they were friends and they liked us and it went crazy. And we, soon we started getting emails from like Insider Magazine and New York Post and wow. Daily Mail. Yeah. And they were all just emailing us, Hey, can we write an article on your property? And so that wasn't us reaching out to anyone that was them reaching out to us and ever since then we did that one and then we did uh wizard's way and we had the same contacts that we had from before and we said hey guess what we did another mm -hmm. one and sure enough they wrote articles on that one too because we had these relationships established already and that's really how they market themselves the wizard's way property we listed that we put it on our own facebook page we didn't even give it to an influencer or anything and within a week, we had over 3 million views on that oh one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And we've been booked solid ever since. That was a year and a half ago. It's That's the power of theming, right? It's, it takes itself viral and you don't have to spend enormous amounts of efforts on marketing. Yeah. And right now, like you have all the key components, pretty much. You have all these contacts, you made relationships. But I think with you, I think you're just going to continuously, you're going to keep going and you're going to keep like succeeding in this business, which is always a beautiful thing to see in the growth. And I know you have some more pro properties coming on. So that's amazing. So do you see, I know you do all the data and all that stuff, but do you see like any type of pattern? Have you noticed any type of pattern with your own guests? and the reason why they're choosing your themed vacation rentals. Yeah. With our themed rentals, I actually, I read this book, it's called Nail It Then Scale It. It's all about really getting it right in your business and being an entrepreneur. And it talks about the importance of, of talking with customers. And so I started to call our guests after they'd left. And I just said, hey, I'm the founder of Loma Homes that you stayed at. I just wanna to talk to you about your experience and what we can do better. And what I learned from that experience was that over half of our guests were coming to celebrate the birthday of one of a child. Mm -hmm. And I did not expect that we would be attracting this local crowd of experienced seekers. 
And so a lot of, so like we're getting a lot of six to 12 year old boys that are having a birthday party at our galaxy themed home. And they just are diehard movie fan and they come and they experience that. Or we get a lot of tween girls between 12 to even 18 that want to experience the wizard's house and their parents are willing to fork out enormous amounts of money for them to have a birthday in that home. And so because of that, we've actually chosen some of our themes based around birthday experiences. So yeah, we built it for the theme parks, but it ended up being a birthday stay for a lot of people. That's really interesting, especially that families are going, are willing to do this. But at the same time, that's a cool thing to do because it's such a, they're so well themed that kids probably just love, they'd rather just be in the house than anywhere else. (laughs) And we get that comment a lot. People say, you know what, we came with wanting to go to all the parks and the kid didn't want to leave the house. And that's, we love that. We love when people say stuff like that. Yeah, it's amazing to have that. So what are your future plans with your themed vacation rentals? So our overall goal really is to build a brand that people recognize and learn to love. There's some brands out there that people, everyone just loves them. Everyone Uh just knows that if they're in your area, you're going to go there first. And we're trying to build a brand that people know and recognize in the vacation rental space because there's, there isn't like a known brand. You think about hotels, you can, you know what you're going to get at a Marriott. But what brand do you know what you're going to get in vacation rentals? And we want to be that brand. And so we're going to be eventually, we're right now we're, we're in Florida, but we're going to be all over the place. And we want people to look for a Loma Homes property before they look for just any Airbnb property. And that's really our, our goal over the next four to five years is to grow our portfolio and scale it. And that's our model. We take on investors and we share profits with them. And because we're able to make the properties so profitable, that becomes a really good deal for for our investors and for everybody. That's amazing. The other question I wanted to ask you is, do you, with your people reserving, do you find them booking more directly on your website at this point? Is that what you're seeing? It's a good question. I'd say right now we get about 30% direct bookings. We found that Airbnb is starting to bid on Google the term Loma Homes. They're actually buying the term Loma Homes, our company name. And they're putting, they're listing our property there. So people are still getting to it, but they're actually buying our name and getting on first results of Google because of that. So unfortunately, we're we're still getting a lot of traffic on the, the listing site from that. But when they get to the listing site, they see our name all over it. In the description, it's this is one of the Loma Homes themed collection. They see our logo as one of being the manager. They see, it's just, we remind them, hey, Loma Homes is a company that does these. And so I think a lot of people then go search online and say, Wait, who is this Loma Homes? And then they book direct. So that's, that's a strategy people can use. Obviously, you can't direct people to your website on your listing right. site. Mm-hmm. That's, we don't do that. But just knowing, letting people know that you're a brand and that you're a, a legitimate company that, that does these themed homes is legitimate. And we do a lot of that. But some people just feel more comfortable booking on Airbnb, even though they know you have a direct booking site. Like, for example, I paid a premium sometimes to book or to to buy something on Amazon because I knew I had ordered so much from Amazon already and I knew I could trust their customer service and everything that I booked it. I'm sorry, I I bought it on Amazon versus the direct website, even if I could have saved a couple bucks. So I think you get some of that, that people just trust a big company 
and want to do that. And for those, if they're willing to pay a premium, we're willing to take their booking, but yeah. Yeah, I even on our side, I like what you were saying about mentioning Loma Homes in the, the property description. It's always good to do that. You're giving like, you're not moving people away from say for instance, Airbnb, but you are giving them like the clues, like this is who we are. And if someone were to Google you, they're gonna find you right away. And obviously they're gonna go to your website and they're gonna see how many other properties you have. So it's always good to do that on the listing sites is when you have your, you said your like Airbnb, like about the host section, the profile picture is, yeah. is it Loma Homes basically? It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's like all the good little things that you could do to you're building yourself on there. But again, like you said, people are afraid sometimes to book direct. They're scared that- um, mm -hmm something's going to happen. So we all do, like you mentioned, Amazon, we try to stick with the bigger companies and just keep booking that way. I think that's just human nature. We can't really do much about that. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can make our websites. Like if you have a direct website and you're getting people to go there, it's really about trust. You, you mm -hmm. just have to build a really solid professional looking website so that you increase that level of trust and it makes people more likely to book with you if they can save a few bucks because I know I'm a lot less trusting of a website that's poorly built and mm -hmm. functions poorly and all those things. But if it's a legit website and it's designed well, I'm more likely to trust it. And yours is gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> Everything about Loma Homes is amazing to me. I don't, I've ever since I started working at Guest Hook and I saw Loma Homes and yeah, I've been part of some of the projects. I, from the beginning, I'm always like, what is this Loma Homes? Like, wow, these, this is always amazing. And I was showing, uh, actually showed my mother the other day, like this Loma Homes. She's oh my goodness, look at these properties. They're so fun. <laughs> I know. So it's great. Any advice you could give to those who might be interested in creating themed vacation rentals? Yeah, I would say know your audience, do your research and to, and I can go into detail a little bit there. If you're going to do your research and you want to do a themed property, read reviews, just read the why people are coming to that area. If it's theme parks, then build a theme park experience. If it's for the beach, build a beach experience. And they're two different experiences. Just because you create an immersive, let's call it Star Trek experience, you can't put that in the middle of New Zealand and expect that to be right. If you're going to be in New Zealand, you need to create a Lord of the Rings experience <laughs> or something that goes with the re the why behind behind that. I had someone reach out and they're like, oh, I want to build this this movie experience out here in where was it? It was like Pittsburgh or something. But are are people going to that area <laughs> for that movie? Like, why are people going to that area? And really focus on the why. And I think you'll nail it. That's really what matters. That's a good advice to give to people when um, that's with anything in life. I've actually yeah. done some other type of work and they make you like when you start off, they say, what is your why? Like you have to know your why, even your why of why you started Loma Homes. And then it's mm. like your why of why are you making these themed properties? So I think that goes for anything really in life that you're going to do is what is your why or what is the why? Totally. Um, so I love that. I love that you said that. And anything with marketing, any marketing advice to wrap up this show? Yeah, I would say that if you're only listed on the listing sites, focus on filters, focus on things that get you in more results. But if you're on, if you're trying to market your own property or your, I'm sorry, your own website, it's a whole different ballgame and to get someone on your team that knows what they're doing, learning SEO uh, and recreating that wheel is not going to be worth your time. I recommend getting a, getting a guest hook or getting someone that can <laughs> help you with that because it's, 
it's a long learning curve. Just know what you're getting into if that's what you want to do. Thank you. And thanks for, you know, talking about guest hook for us. <laughs> yeah. There, do you, anything else you want to give? Any other advice you have left for our listeners? That's a good question. Let's see. I would say that if you are, I assume most of your listeners are doing vacation rentals mm-hmm. uh, and want to maybe expand their portfolio. Numbers don't lie. There's a lot of, there's a lot of gurus out there that have a lot of, there's a lot of opinions. I feel like the the internet is swarming with opinions of how to do a vacation rental and everybody has a course on it. What I would say is trust the numbers. And I have heard words from some of the top gurus that I could straight up tell you are false (laughs) because they, they make money saying these things, but really do your numbers, look at the analysis and that will not guide you astray. So that's my advice to all those out there growing their businesses. I think that's the best advice because there is a lot of noise, I guess we can call it. A lot of noise within the vacation rental industry. And there are a lot of, like you said, all these courses are popping up and all these these groups are popping up. And it's there's so much chatter in there. I'm in a lot of the groups and some of them are really good and very helpful. And then some of them, it's just millions of different opinions. And to me, if I was asking that question and I'm getting all these answers, I'd be totally confused (laughs) or lost. Absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah. So I want to say thank you, uh, Jeff, for being here. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for everyone to tuning in and listening to our uh, show today. And hopefully Jeff was able to help you with any theming of a vacation rental if you are going to move into that um, sector. And as always, if you need any help from us at Guest Hook with creating a storytelling description for your vacation rental, contact us at info at and make sure to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening to, elevate your bookings on, and we're going to catch you on our next episode. And of course, I'm going to link Jeff's website in the show notes. So whoever's listening, you could go in and take a look. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.